So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I have the Lisa Munoz in the house from Austin, Texas. Thanks for making the drive up and hanging out with me today. I am so excited about talking to you. Yes. Today. So I was reflecting on really the first time we connected mm -hmm. and you told me some stories that I, I remember just immediately like grabbing somebody on my team and saying, I, I need this gal on the podcast. Like she's doing some really special stuff for the people that haven't met you. That was funny. Your comment about the bond. You're like, I don't know who are these people. <laughs> For the people that haven't met you, you've been selling real estate in Austin for 20 plus years. Didn't you go to UT? I did. I did. Okay. You want me to tell you my, my Give backstory? Give us the backstory. Tell yeah, us. Yeah. Tell us. Okay. So I'm originally from Houston. Mm -hmm. I am the first person in my family to even like graduate high school, much less go to college. And I went to UT. That's awesome. Uh, one of the amazing things about this business, I feel like, because you yes. can be like anyone from anywhere, anywhere. and do all yeah. the things. Yeah. So went to UT, uh, graduated uh, the summer of mm -hmm. uh, December 99 and yep. got my real estate license that December. Okay, why? Why? Because I got like, a, Was that I, your degree? I studied cultural anthropology. Well, and then when I told sense. people, like since nobody was like helping me figure out school, <laughs> yes, yes. I got to the end. I was like, well, what, what do I do with this? And people were like, you go to school some more. And I was like, no, yeah. like I'm ready to work. Um, like, do you know Indiana Jones? Like that's your career path. That yeah, would be so, a teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but why real estate? Well, I had always like, I mean, I enjoy people like everybody says, but yeah. I really felt um, like this need to do something, to make an impact, to build people's wealth. Mm -hmm. I came from a family where we didn't have a lot of resources mm -hmm. and I just sort of knew that if, if anything was to be, it was going to be kind of up to me. Yeah. And I loved that that was something that I could do and like really change people's lives and, and change my life. So got into the business during the tech boom in yes, Austin, Texas in 1999, yes. and then came the bust when Tesla, shortly there. When, when Austin <laughs> was still this big, too. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It's a tiny, tiny little college town. Okay, but, oh, nice aura ring, by the way. Mm -hmm. One Twin Powers. Um, did you actually say that to yourself when you were just getting out of college, like, oh, I can really help people create wealth and yada, yada, yada? Or, or were you like a typical college kid, clueless, and just fell into something and fell in love with it? No, I no, I have. Uh, I got a fake ID when I was fourteen years old, so my that people, I could work at a flea market back in the day when you could get a fake ID yeah. and like it was passable. But um, I just always loved to work, and I always focused in on um, something you know bigger than myself. So even back in the day when I was slinging smoothies, you know, I just took that job so seriously. Yeah. I like got to yeah. be manager because it was like. Um, I don't know. I cared about the people. I cared mm -hmm. about the product mm -hmm. that we were giving. And so, yes, by the time I, I graduated college, I was like, this is this is something I can do. Yeah. So how was the first year? I mean, looking back, you know, 20 plus years ago. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> the first year, I think I did maybe two deals. Yeah. Um, but I was coming off of being a very poor college student. So making, you know, $7,000 that year, I was like, well, that's more money than I made, Winning. you know, last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and I just took it sort of slow and steady. And yeah. I did what my mentor at that time uh, told me to do, which mm -hmm. was um, focus in on taking care of people. He worked by referral. Mm -hmm. He kind of brought me under his wing and um, I took it very, very seriously. Yeah. And yeah. Started. When did the business click? I mean, because the business is clicking now. Yeah. But when did it click for you? Yeah. I mean, it, you know, so those two deals turned into four, turned into like every year for yeah. a while, it yeah. doubled mm -hmm. and probably five or six years into mm -hmm. it. I was like, okay, this is a, this is a business and it's supporting me mm -hmm. and I'm growing it every year. Um, but yeah, it's been clicking along pretty nicely for, for yeah. a little while now. Tell me the, tell me the, in your mind, the early lessons, the mistakes that there might be, there might be a, a young guy or young gal listening right now who is 22. Mm -hmm. getting ready to go into real estate. And if they can fast track it, they want to fast track it. Though you and I both know we got to make a lot of mistakes to learn and get experience. But if we can help them fast track it, but we also have some veterans that are listening that maybe, you know, 
the pandemic displaced them. Maybe even this new environment with interest rates has displaced them. And maybe just maybe it's going to be that insight they needed to hear as well. Yeah. I mean, like anything, there's always something shiny and pretty to distract you. Even yes. within your business, there's always yes. more education. There's a, yeah. you know, a, a realtor tour. There's mm-hmm. this or that mm-hmm. to take you away from what really is going to drive your business. And, and you know, maybe it was because I was like young and I really believed in this mentor, but I feel like from the get-go, you know, he told me, you talk to people, you call people, you write them notes, you take care mm-hmm. of them, you mm-hmm. meet with them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you give them the best service possible and that's going to grow your business. And so yeah. I was pretty laser focused on that yeah. for a long time time. I didn't go to, you know, realtor tours and, you know, parties and things like that when lots of other realtors did that. Because I was like, no, no. But he said, what's going to grow my business is is that if I meet with this person, I take care of them. Conversations and appointments and take care of clients. Totally. Yeah. But then he also really helped me believe in the power of the system and the process. So, Mm -hmm. you know, sure, there are lots of people that are meeting with folks and taking care of them. But their business hasn't done what my business has done. Bingo. And that We're going to unpack that today, by the way. That's, okay, okay, That's a okay. big I'll, part of what we yeah. want to get to. Okay, sounds good. Yes. But so so now, and let, why don't we just fast forward? So give us a little context for the last like five, six years, like mm-hmm. volume and transactions. And then let's talk about the size of the team today. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to really kind of get into the sausage making of it all. Because that's, I mean, you have so many cool things for people to unpack with. So, so give us the sort of the growth, the last- Five, six years, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, that, uh, those years. Yeah, I can't remember all the dates and I yeah. can't really see the numbers that I wrote down here, but um, <laughs> yes, I believe yes, it was in the, prepared. <laughs> yes. in the, you know, probably 40 to 45 million-ish yeah. five years ago. Yeah. And then um, this this past year, 2022, closed out at, out at about 60 million, year before mm-hmm. that, 65 million. So yeah. um, I've been running a referral and repeat business for the past 22 years yeah. and just about every year, you know, it grows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some years it grows a little bit more. Sure. But it's been a consistent business generated solely from my my sphere of influence, my yeah. past clients, repeat yeah. business. And how many people in your database today? Uh, well, I have about 1,300 households and mm-hmm. about 950 of those are past clients. So it's pretty lean yes. database. Yeah. So so why the word households? I love that. Why? Well, because uh, it, that's, you know, Uh, A couple is one household, and then we just have individuals. And sometimes, you know, it's more than just like a, you know, husband, wife or partners or whatever. And so, Mm -hmm. yep, one contact household. Got it. Yeah. I was actually thinking almost um, many of the spectacular agents that truly have scaled a a referral-based business. And you truly have because it's like no open houses – you know, I think you went, I don't know when you got on Instagram. I think it was recent, you know, like oh, yeah. some, September. Of this, <laughs> right, some of this new stuff that now we're exploring together. Um, but what you've done extraordinarily well is almost like assets under management. It's almost like a, you know, my financial planner, he, mm-hmm. he or she can only handle so many clients and they just, they just work with those clients and occasionally bring on someone new that they gets, gets referred in, mm-hmm. but they run out of time. Eventually it's like a capacity thing. I don't think that's the issue today, but we'll right. probably unpack that. So what does the team look like today? Cause you're doing a hundred transactions a year ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Top 119 two years ago was kind of the okay. highest number of transactions. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's important for people to understand why don't, you, why don't you walk us through. So let's say um, Hector refers me to you and Kath and I, hi, Lisa, you know, we're, you know, we're, we just talked to our friend Hector. He said, you did an amazing job. We want to work with you. We want to sell our house and buy a house. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Oh my gosh, so many things. I mean, typically that doesn't come in to me directly, but uh, it might come into email or something like that. And so someone on my team will take that inquiry and about 20 things happen before that person even comes to to meet with me for a buyer consultation. Uh, Well, an email goes out, so happy that, you know, Hector referred you to me. I'd Mm -hmm. love to get you set up with Lisa. Here's some homework. If you fill it out, it's Mm going to help you get better prepared for your meeting. And I've talked with some other agents and they're like, homework? people are going to fill out homework. Right. But this is a little bit of the secret of the sauce here mm-hmm. in our business where uh, secret, secret sauce. sauce, just a little bit because yes. there's a lot of secret sauce. <laughs> yeah. But it is in being very thoughtful and intentional about who this person is that's yes. coming to us. So in that homework, not only do, do we get your address and who referred you and that kind of thing, but we know, you know, 
what's your favorite coffee drink? Where's your favorite restaurant? Are you vegan? Are you vegetarian? Your dog's names? We ask them all these questions and they answer them. Right. And so then in our CRM, we have hug fields for just about every one of our clients, right? And so any team member can open up Tom's contact and they're going to be able to see what you like to drink, where you like to eat, all of that stuff. Yeah. And so we're- and, uh, A more holistic approach to pre-qualifying a customer. I want to know who are you? Who, yeah. Who's coming to my office? I yeah, love it. Yeah, because we exist to create incredible real estate experiences, right? Yes. And so this is not just about, I'm going to help you buy or sell a yeah. house. Because in real estate, like we should all be able to do that pretty well. So they need to get something completely different when they come and they visit with us. So all that happens, Mm -hmm. we get queued up for a meeting. I have a buyer consultation with every single new buyer that comes, right? How long does it it take? 45 minutes to an hour. What do you cover? What are like three components, four components, five components? Well, first I want to know what they want. They already know about me Mm -hmm. my team or how we do business, right? Like what's, uh, and then- Like photo of the team, something like this is how we do it. Not typically. It's me and my buyer specialist okay. in that meeting. It's Got at it. the office every time. If you've worked mm-hmm. with us in the past, you're still going to come in and yeah. have a buyer consultation because yeah. that's how we start every relationship. Yeah. Um, if they're from afar, we'll do a Zoom. But if you're in Austin, we feel like it's really important for you to come in and yeah. meet with us. And people yeah. do it. Yes. There's an energy exchange that right. happens. I right. know a lot of folks that were doing Zoom meetings over the pandemic are like, oh, it's so much more efficient. I still yeah. do Zoom yeah. and I love it. And it's just not for us. Yeah. So they come in. We do have a buyer's guide. We talk to them about how we work mm-hmm. and why it's so important for us to all show up as a team for them. I let them know, hey, I've been doing business for a long time, and I found out it takes more than one person to run around and do all the things that have to be done in yes. this business for you. I'm going to be a part of everything that happens on this team. But really what I do is I focus on strategy and the market so that the people who are here helping you reach your real estate goals have what they need to make sure you get what you want. And so we have this meeting. Okay, just out- st- stop. How many How many of you on my team think she's used that that presentation a few times? <laughs> like I'm watching her and I'm like, she went like this. Okay, so then what I do is right into presentation mode. I was like, that was really good. If you are watching this, you saw what I just saw. If you're listening, go back and watch it on YouTube because she went into a buyer consultation with me right there in the moment. All yeah, right. we do. We, and so we do so that. Here's and, my team and how we do it. Mm-hmm. But now what, what happens when they say, but are, are you not going to show us houses? Yeah, they don't typically anymore because they have been trained by the yes, person who's referring yes. that like, hey, this is how that team works and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So when you go and look at our reviews, right. our buyers and sellers mention the team members by name. First of all, they say, oh my gosh, it was so amazing working with Lisa. Yeah. She's incredible. And then Teal and then Lori and then Helen and they yeah. name them out. Yeah. Um, wow, and that's great. I oftentimes with a buyer or seller, I'll spend an hour with mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. right? Like at that yes. initial consultation yes. and then I'll show up at closing. But they feel like I'm a part of everything yes. that happens during yes. the transaction. So you explain all that. Then it's, I'm assuming, tell me, tell me about the home of your dreams. What are your expectations? What are you trying to accomplish? Or no, what do you do? Yeah, no, it is all of that. Do you go that. contracts? Uh, a bit. It's more mm-hmm. about like we want to understand your lifestyle and your financial goals, yes. right? Like we once we understand that, we are going to really be able to show up out mm-hmm. in the field that if you're looking for a house – and it's the wrong one based on what you've told us, and we think you can do better, we're going to tell you that. And they'll be mm-hmm. like, yeah, such and such told me that you might not even let me buy a house because you know right. you talk them out of more houses than you say, yes, mm-hmm. we should do it. And yeah. that's something that's very important for me and my team and kind of why I built out my team the way I did. We're going to unpack the model. Okay, okay, okay. Don't yet. talk about it yet. Okay, okay, so, okay. So, so buyer consult is – this is how we work. Mm-hmm. You probably heard this from the person you referred to. Yep. Now, what are your lifestyle goals? What are you guys trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Then we go into a little bit of the the um, buyer specialist is there with us. Then we go into, you know, hey, these are the areas where those homes match up. This is how we're going to follow up. This is how the meetings are set. Um, you know, we text for timely things. We're going to yeah. email for things if we want to, you know, unpack like why you – this house, you know, doesn't quite line up or whatever. And so all of that is gone over. We talk about depending on what the market's doing, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of earnest money is happening right, right what, now? What's the strategies Option. for offers? Exactly. And... Exactly. So someone someone right now is listening and and they're I could I could picture her. It's I could literally name the person and she's going like she's pulling her hair out going 
I did 1200 transactions last year. I did a hundred of them with past clients in sphere. And I did, you know, 1100 with Zillow and realtor.com and Homelight. and no digital buyer would go through this experience. What do you say to that person? You know, she has the same name as you, by the way. <laughs> Does she? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I would say that, you know, um, you, you, you have to just believe in it. Right. Yeah. And I don't know because I don't work a bunch of digital right, buyers right. just yet. So yeah. that is definitely a lead pillar that we're yes, bringing in. Yes. I'm working on with Shout my out coach. To coach Aaron. Yes, 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 go coach. Um, and so I'm excited to explore that. Yeah. But with what we are doing and our identity in the marketplace, mm -hmm. and if this person is doing that mm -hmm. many deals, um, I feel like they will be able to, it's just in the presentation of, right. they will be able to buy into the fact that if you do that, if I fill this out or if mm -hmm. I take the time for that, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to serve me even better. Right. But you need to be able to make sure that they understand that. It's not just like, eh, fill out this form because, yeah. you know, we're stalkers and we yeah. want to know where you like to hang out for coffee. It's yeah. like, hey, if I know where you like to get coffee, I know a lot about you. Right. I'm able to help right. you buy right. a better house. Like, what part of town makes sense to you? Where do you like, like what's your favorite record store in town? All the, yeah. <laughs> like, I, those are questions I like to ask. What's yeah. your favorite record store? Who's got the best record store? Okay. So let's transition to the team and the model. Okay. So, so tradition, there's, there's 15 different team structures today. There's single agent who says they don't have a team and they've got two licensed assistants. One is their kid smoking weed in the basement, <laughs> right? Then you've got the traditional family business. They don't really identify as a team, but they're clearly a team. Then you got the six guys or gals that all wear the same colored outfit to have the photo that they all right. look the same, but there's no operator behind it. Mm -hmm. So they're just doing strength in numbers all the way to, uh, you know, my buddy Jason, who now is in 18 states and he's, he's got this monster team ridge in 18 states doing you know, thousands of transactions. So there's no wrong way to do it. Right. But your model, I know a few people that have your model. So just describe it for people, mm -hmm. like the differences. Yeah, it's, it's really different. So I am the team lead and all of the business that comes into our group right mm -hmm. now comes from my sphere. Yes. So even though we have licensed folks on the team, people aren't out there acquiring business. They're not bringing business in to, yep. to the deals. But we get Intentionally our- Intentionally or because they can't? Had been both. Yeah. <laughs> had yeah. been a little bit intentionally. Yeah. And I think people are trying. And you know, it's- it, it's hard. It's a lot harder than mm -hmm. it than it looks. Mm -hmm. um, we are interested in having our couple of buyer specialists bring in more business this year, but that mm -hmm. just you know hasn't been the case in, yep. in years past. Mm -hmm. And so I started my team with an assistant. Um, mm -hmm. You know, twenty years ago, I probably had like a, an assistant yeah. helping with things, and then I've grown it pretty organically. So mm -hmm. my assistant is now our operations manager. She creates yep. our system. She's been yep. with me forever. She's amazing. Yep. And um, she is licensed. I have a full-time contract-to-close coordinator who yep. is obviously licensed, been with me forever. Mm -hmm. I have two buyer specialists mm -hmm. um, and a listing manager and Care a Care Bear. Care Bear. I have a Care Bear. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> this is the reason we're on the show, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't figure it out, I was like, Care Bear? You're like, and Care Bear is responsible for like 97% of all my deals. I was like- what is Care Bear's job description? What is her disc profile? Care okay. Bear, Care Bear. And, and so- um, But but I want to go back to, and everybody is commission only? Salary. Salary. Everybody is on a salary. Why is that? Why do you, well, you have two buyer specialists salaried. Mm -hmm. Do they get compensated in any way, shape, or form on closed transactions? Everybody also gets a, a bonus each month okay. based on um, profits. So. And why did you go to this model? I went to this model because one of the things that I feel like built my business mm -hmm. was that I saw everyone as mm -hmm. somebody that I could help. Whether they were buying or selling a house right now, I wanted to give them the time, the tools to figure out, if I can't do this right now, when can I do it? What's the yeah. plan? Mm -hmm. um, and I never wanted anybody to feel like I was trying to sell them a house because I needed to get paid. Right. And I know that my intentions are pure, but when I brought somebody else on, who knows? I mean, maybe they really had to like pay like rent deal, or right? do whatever yeah, and, yes. and sell a deal. And so I wanted to provide a salary so that that person can come on. And if it was a wrong house for you, Tom, mm -hmm. be able to be like, hey, man, based on what you told me, 
there's a better house. Like, if you want to buy this mm-hmm. one, we can do it. I want you to go in eyes wide open with mm-hmm. why it's not the right yeah, house. Based on what you told me, too there's, close to this street, this too busy. There's a better one. Let's keep enough. looking. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And no commission breath. None of that. Yeah. Right. And so we did that for many, many years. And now I feel like everybody on my team also has kind of, you know, pure intentions. And and I feel like we could probably tweak the model a little and it might evolve into something else. But that was the reason yeah. I did that. And yeah. it made me feel good because our my business is set up in such a way that, you know, no one deal is going to make or or break right. us. Right. Does the does the fixed monthly cost keep you up at night sometimes? I mean, in March 2020, when like no one was going to buy right. a house for two months, right. I was a little bit like, huh. But I really am a great planner and I really mm-hmm. believe in investing in my people and my yeah. business. And I've been able to to take care of folks. I mean, when I stop and think of that number, like yeah. at the beginning of January, when oh, the yeah. dashboard resets to zero, right. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. Here we go again. We got to help some clients. That's right. I love it. And there's a lot of people that have flirted. A lot of my friends will be listening to this and they will say, God, I flirted with that model. Like, but the salaried salesperson part, like we look at the, what I would say, the the, the tragic lack of client experience with mm-hmm. Redfin as an example, like someone that did it at scale. I think Redfin has a beautiful website, right? I yeah. think a lot of consumers think that too, but- the discount thing went away because that didn't really mm-hmm. didn't matter to consumers and and the sort of you know person that's just doing eight hundred million deals a year just opening doors and blah, 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 doesn't seem to work. Yeah, how do you make yours work? How do you like what's their time capacity like at the sales team? Do they do they list every house? Do they show every house? You know how many transactions? Like the biggest constraint of growth I think with you is time, right? But probably the same with your two buyers agents. So. There was a question somewhere in all that. Yeah, craziness. I'm not sure if I got it, but I'll start to answer, and how then you can it, like redirect me. Like how much? Like how much can they actually do? Yeah, I mean a good amount. I mean the fact that we have such great in office support, mm-hmm. right? Like when a client comes in, it's not like oh, it's Carson or Lori's client. They're in their care, but right. they also have the full support of the team, right? right. That buyer specialist is not the person who's typically writing up amendments or scheduling closing or scheduling mm-hmm. the inspections. Yeah. I mean, the moment it goes- to close, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. it's not just checking off the box contract mm-hmm. to close. Mm-hmm. My contract to close coordinator, oh my gosh, she's so freaking amazing. So you know, we all know that when it goes into contract to close, Helen is going to like blow that client away. And anybody so- Anybody named Helen. Anybody named Helen. Yes. Yeah, especially this Helen. But then the buyer specialist is really just on a weekly basis. Hey, hey, how's it going? Just yeah. checking in. Everything's on track, yeah. right on schedule. Right. right. So it does free them up then to go and do the other thing. Yeah. Um, it's truly, you know, we talk so much about like the industrialization of the real estate transaction. And sometimes when you say that to people, they think you're taking humanity out. And I'm like, no, you're replacing a lot of human error. You know, Lisa's the best at this. That's what she does. Tom is the best at this. That's mm-hmm. what he does. Jordan is great at this. Ellie's great at this. Hector's great at this. Edie's great at this. And then together, the client gets this like beautiful experience. They do. And it has to It has to feel like it's by design. You know, I hear yes. all these other agents are like, oh, I'm going to bring a showing agent and I'm going to do a little bit of this. And then the, the buyer or the seller feels handed off. Right. And when our person comes in, they know this is super thoughtful. Right. All of this is happening according to Lisa's yeah. perfect plan. Yeah. Right. It never feels like haphazard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We all screw up. Mm-hmm. Every business does. I do. You do. What do you guys do when you screw up? Somebody drops the ball somewhere. Whether whether it was intentional or not, whether it was the client's reaction or not, everybody mm-hmm. drops the ball sometimes. What do you guys do? I mean, we do whatever it takes to yeah. To make it right. I mean, I learned in my my very first, like probably five deals or so, mm-hmm. um, this client closed on a house and there was some dinky thing with her dishwasher that didn't work after the fact. And I went and tried to chase the listing agent down and she was really upset about this. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't get them to do anything about it. And mm-hmm. I didn't just fix the damn problem. Yeah. And she never talked to me again. Mm-hmm. And so I am definitely of the mindset, if something goes awry of say, you know, whatever, somebody's dishwasher Mm -hmm. after the fact. I'm not paying for everything. It doesn't happen Mm -hmm. often. But if somebody is really upset about something and I go to try and make it right with the other agent and that doesn't happen, Mm -hmm. I might write a little check 
to right. take care of right. that client because I know that that relationship is worth mm -hmm. so much. In fact, yes. we have our whole database organized in such a way that we can pull these lifetime value referral LTV, trees yes. um, for clients. Secret sauce. The, we're, some, we're, we're going well, <laughs> there. Yes. But, um, you know, we can pull who has referred us who, and then it shows us, you know, mm -hmm. how much in total income that mm -hmm. is. And what's interesting when you look at the reports in that way, I mean, oftentimes we, you know, we're like, oh man, we really love this client because, I mean, Tom's mm -hmm. awesome. He's great. But maybe Tom never actually sent me a referral, but he comes top of mind because I like hanging right, out with him. Right. You start to see these reports and you're like, oh, oh. actually this other guy who's a little bit more quiet and maybe, mm -hmm. you know, we got along okay, he sent me like eight referrals. And so then when we go into our gifting strategy mm -hmm. and client appreciation parties, Marketing. we can make sure that those people that are really putting our names out there and having deals at close are the people that are also getting taken care of. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So we were chatting off camera and I said, um, we we're talking about like marketing, you know, like mm -hmm. this and that. And I, I said, so if I was in your database, I would imagine I'd see this and this and this and this and this and this. I'm in your database. Somebody's looking for the checklist that you know what they're looking for? They're looking for, it's layers. So right? many it's layers. Never, it's never one thing. It's People are like, Tom, what's the best postcard right now? And I'm like, it's this one and the, the other 1100 that you sent over the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. It's layers. Talk to us about the layers of what a client experiences after the closing and I've referred you or not, whatever, but but these layers of sort of marketing campaigns. Mm -hmm. So what happens? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think before you get to the layers, right? Yeah. And I just, I feel like I have please, to please. make sure that people have this part because again, with the shiny, pretty things and the tools and the technology, right. you have got to have the transaction so dialed in, not just right. to deliver. Like, yeah. of course, your job is to make sure they get to closing mm -hmm. and things feel great. Like that's basic. So you need to have every system and process completely dialed in to make sure that happens every single time. Okay, counterpoint. Isn't there a, isn't there a moment in every escrow ever that things go a little sideways? Oh, for sure, for sure. Like things are always okay, I just going. Okay, to be clear. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, not because of something you Correct. did, right? Correct. Like the basics should always happen. Yeah. They should feel communicated with. Right. But if, and if you have that relationship those things that go sideways are an opportunity. I mean, right. some of the best referrals come from folks where I solved a really big freaking problem. And they say, thank at you. At the end of the deal. Right. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. For okay. sure. So, but I, so, said, so I did a good, I did, did a great, great transaction. Job. Yep. Yep. You did a great job. They know that your business comes to you by referral mm -hmm. and that in order for you to continue to like keep your head down working for them, yeah it's great for them to refer folks to you. So right. like that has to be right. part of the whole transaction. And then after that, I mean, some of the stuff is really basic. We're looking to elevate yes. it. So the Care Bear actually yeah. just came into my world. Care Bear. <laughs> okay, now Care Bear, like, okay, just hold on. I have to look to the younglings in the room. Do Care, bear, Care Bear, like the are? five Care okay. Bears, the yellow one, the green one, okay. the oh. shooting. Let's all shoot some love from our bellies or hearts or whatever. Like, we're talking Care Bear, right? Yeah. Am I okay? All right. Okay. So I just want to make that, sure I'm like right. on pace here. Right. You just want to hug it. Right. Like, exactly. Make it feel so good. Yeah. So, what did Care Bear do with you before she transitioned to the so, title of Care Bear? Yeah. So, Care Bear was a past client. Yes. And I was looking for a listing manager. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, Lauren, I'll say yes, her name because yes, that's a Care yes. Bear's name, everybody. I never remembered your name, Lauren. I apologize because <laughs> I know she told me that I just heard Care Bear and I was like, I have to interview just to talk about Care Bear. <laughs> and she was she was great as a client. She was with it. And I was yeah. like, okay, this person's going to make yeah. a, an amazing listing manager. Yes. Like, we need yes. this person. Yes. So she came in, and she was a thoughtful listing manager. Um, <laughs> but the things that she noticed were less the the, the checklist, the systems, yeah. the yeah. all the logistics, and more the like, well, you know what Mary really needs? Like, gosh, she's stressed about this. And what if I dropped off some bath bombs and a tea? And, a, yeah. and I was like... Yeah, that's awesome. And we need and, to like and, get those listing photos yeah. into the MLS <laughs> and yeah, the pri price right. needs to be correct. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, you know what? She 
her unique ability yeah. is really being able to like feel the empathy of yeah. this person and not just be like, I'm going to send them cookies, like to mm-hmm. get at what it mm-hmm. is that they really want. And I was like, I've been sending birthday cards and I'll, you know, yeah. I do gifts along the way, but it's really, but it I didn't be have, like, it could be like tchotchkes, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, here's yeah. some stuff. Yeah. Here's some stuff. And it yeah. might be something that I would send to somebody else. It wasn't something that mm-hmm. if you got it, you'd be like, oh my God, Lisa really knows me. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you're so great at this. Does this start though at the intake process of yeah. coffee and where do you, favorite restaurant? All of that. What's your music the hobbies, choice? The hobbies. What part of town do you like to hang in? Okay. Yeah. So, so the whole thing is connected from this, you know, Salesforce, CRM, whatever it is, all the way through. That's right. We've been collecting this information Mm -hmm. for two decades, and we haven't really been able to like fully utilize it until the Care Bear has come and is able to to take it. So uh, I was like, you're awesome. I think you should do this on my team. Do you think you would like it? And she said yes. And of course, I created a system around it. So it wasn't just like, go out and give gifts to everybody. Um, Because I've talked to a few other agents too, where they're like, I'm giving these really expensive gifts that I'm gifting all the time and I'm not getting this. I'm not getting anything back. It's not really about the gift to start, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. then it will be. Do you know the company Client Giant? I've just heard of them. Yeah. Okay. I passed on investing in that company. Fellas, you guys should call me. I, we should re-engage. Because it, it's just one of those things that I just think they they did a thoughtful job. It's like obviously very shameful self-promotion of these guys. They did a thoughtful job of of operationalizing a gifting strategy mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. uh, my buddy John Rulin, who wrote the mm-hmm. book, yep. right? Good and knowledge. John's been on my podcast, yep. super guy. Um, but it's mostly about the knives business, right? And then he does the, some over-the-top crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But his concept is right. His concept, everybody should read the book. Right. And then I look at Client Giant, and I'm sure there's 10 others. But it sounds like you Care Bear is the operationalized in-house version of that. Correct. What's her monthly budget? What can she do? And how do you hold her accountable? Or do you hold her accountable like to a number? Mm-hmm. Not to a number yet, right? Because she's mm-hmm. like recent in this position, but because I can go in. So we have our database uh, organized in such a way that the people who refer us are called champions. Yeah. And so two months before a champion's birthday, so she creates a spreadsheet and she's like, okay, well, you know, Paul's birthday is on February 10th. He's outdoorsy. He likes to run. Da, da, da. I was thinking about a Yeti filled with his favorite beer and these running sunglasses. And there's a link to it. And I'm like, approve, change, whatever. Yeah. So I have, you know, all the champions birthdays in How a spreadsheet. How many are there? Not that. The champions, not that may, maybe five per month. Okay. So but like, so total is like 60. Like if there was, yeah. if there was like out of the 1300 down to 950, mm-hmm. there's 60 champions and they refer how many on average would you guess? You probably know the exact I'd number. I mean, no, I don't know the exact number, mm-hmm. but to be a champion, you have to have referred at least two people in the last two years. So not many, okay. but some people, you know, have referred 10. Right. Right. Okay. Um, I interrupted. I apologize. So, no, that's so, okay. So, so she's got five to six people every month that are in the champions list. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's like under $500 would just be my guess. Oh, for each gift? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, again, it yeah. doesn't have to be extravagant. Yeah, that's, yeah. Th- yeah but it, just but thoughtful. It's, but it's, I know this person. That's right. Right? It makes them feel that. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, you know, and this is where it, I think for certain gifts, you mm-hmm. know, for for birthdays and to start this off, right? It's okay to systematize around something that, hey, everybody Simple. gets yeah. that yeah. that same thing. It's the right. consistency. Yeah. That's, again, the secret yeah. sauce is like, yeah. We do the same thing yeah. over and yeah. over again, and it's just Run plays built. at work. Yeah, yeah, we do that. Yeah. Um, but for this, you know, so that's a champion strategy. Yeah. Everybody else still gets a birthday card, and they get you know an ice Home cream or whatever. Summertime, this back to school, that. Yeah, we have lots of clients party. that are writing books. I mean, we have amazing freaking clients, yeah. and so yeah. she's looking at my social media all mm-hmm. the time, and she'll be like, "Oh my gosh, such and such, their book just got released. Let's send them a whatever, yeah. or go buy ten copies and get." out as gifts or whatever. Yes. Right. So she she is proposing to me, Mm -hmm. I do my final approval Mm -hmm. or like massage it a Mm -hmm. little bit and then she, she takes care of it. So when you decided to do this, you had an intention. There was a hypothesis. Mm -hmm. Put Lauren in charge of Care Bear role, should get X return. Or was there? 
I mean, yes and no. Yeah. This has been such a part of our business from the beginning that right. I know it worked. So you just took it off maybe someone else's plate, maybe yours, and now it's just operationalized under one person? Yeah, I mean, so I will we'll send out 50 or 60 birthday cards yeah. every single month yeah. and things like that. And that's just, yeah, somebody else on the team was yep. kind of doing that. But I was like, no, now is the time. We've been doing this long mm -hmm. enough to where we really, we've been getting all of this information. We love on these clients. They've been supporting us for right. decades. Right. Like. Let's really show them that we know them. There's a reason why we asked you all these questions. <laughs> right? right. Right. There's right. a reason why. Right. Now you're like, wow, like how do they know? <laughs> oh, they, oh, that's right. Remember that initial interview? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we shared, we liked, you know, we might tell them we want to upgrade now. We love the four seasons. That's our new. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, anybody who told me their favorite drink was Topo Chico, now they might be like, oh, right. no. Yeah. No, we will be on that. That's, yeah. so, that's so California now. <laughs> um, okay. So. I get a birthday card, I get a home anniversary. If I'm a champion, I get X. If I, okay, if I send you a referral, what do you do? So I didn't get- Agent, give... agent, or past client? Like, what do you do? Not not a ton. I mean, we mm -hmm. we call them, we thank them for the referral. Yes, we give them yes. like a $30 Whole Foods mm -hmm. gift card. Right, right. Um, I never gave closing gifts for a while. So again, yeah. it's it's not the gift, but those are the things layers. that we- Yeah. It's layers. Those are the layers. So yeah. that's what that's what they get. Right. We have legendary mm -hmm. uh, client appreciation parties. So much so that people will come in the initial buyer consultation and be like, so I, I hear you have really- Great I, parties. Am I, I gonna make be, the party? Yeah, am I gonna be in? And um, I mean, we we hype them up. They go on a wait list uh, this past what? year. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Wait like, list. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. We gotta buy a house from someone else <laughs> just just to be a well, part you of know, the party. Uh, we we have fire dancers. This past year, oh, we rented okay. out this. Yeah. Yes. We we rented out this really cool like gardens, and we have cocktails. I mean, it's not just like here's your drink ticket. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Wasted, like eat all this major, food on yeah. us. Yes. Uh, but we had a 20. How many people? By, uh, 150. We cap it okay. at about 150. And like, how do how did they get on the list? Besides buying a house, like how did like, mm -hmm. do, you, do you send out like, you know, if you take this, like, here's a, here's a marble. And if you take it to this location, no. we're then going to give you. I mean, you, we, do, and we you start with the in? champions. Then we go yeah. with the advocates. We go yeah. with the people that closed in the past year who we want to be champions. Yeah. So that's typically how okay. we. So there's a strategy behind that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The invite list. But yeah, 25 piece renegade marching band, brass band came into our last party. Like nobody knew it was happening. Yeah. We're having drinks and hear this music like down the street. And all of a sudden, all these people in costumes are like New Orleans style oh, I playing. Love it. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of like, people are like, I don't really like events because people aren't going to show up. And I'm like, no, people always show up. And the right people always show up, right? Even when it's small or smaller than expected. But like, you, have, you haven't been to the summit yet, have you? Mm -hmm. Were you there? Okay, so mm -hmm. every so shout out to Eric and Carrie. I was the efficient Reverend Tom Ferry oh. at their wedding. So Aww. get this. I threw every year from the very beginning, I'm like, client appreciation party. It's the one chance where the, the vast majority of my clients are all going to be together, you know, in a room. I ran out the house of blues or, you know, some yeah. crazy spot. And then it's just kind of a rager, which is, you know, kind of crazy because it's like the day before the last day of the event. So then the next day, like I'll try and now you're all going to get the behind the scenes <laughs> scoop. I'm like, I'm going to have the best guest speaker at 10 o'clock in the morning because uh, they're all going to walk in like a little, oh, Tom Ferry's parties are a bit much. <laughs> and then, you know, the day progresses and I try and end at noon so they can go be hungover someplace else. But Carrick, uh, Car Carrick, Carrie signed up for coaching because she met this kid, Eric, who was really hot. And she's like, he's like, hey, you coming to the party tonight? She's like, what party? He's like, the party. Mm. She's like, oh no, like, Hey, uh, how do I get into the party? Well, you got to be a coaching member. She signed up for coaching <laughs> but to get just to, the to go party. to the party and now they're married and I was the officiant of their wedding. Bang. Look at all that. Just Sh like. I guess they would be on the champions list. Yeah, right? they would be. Right. But what do you say to the person that's listening to us? Because we obviously, like you're a party person. I'm a party person. Like we like throwing these events. We get it. It's stressful. Yeah. What do you say to the person that's like always just afraid to do it? Yeah, I mean, and so I will say, while I like throwing a great party mm -hmm. and I get energy mm -hmm. from people, I mean, the way I am in my business, because so much of me is used up during the week, I don't do a lot of that yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm I don't with really you. see Same. clients in the evening. Yeah. I don't really see clients on the weekends. Yeah. Um, but for the person who's afraid to do that, like, do it in 
your like your comfort vibe, zone. Your jam, yeah. yeah. And do yeah. it doesn't have to be huge like that. I mean, what we're starting to do now is, you know, just having a quarterly, you know, get the chef's table at yes. a really cool restaurant yes. that people want to go to and invite five or six of your top people. Mm-hmm. Like you need to know in your database who those people are mm-hmm. um, and invite them and hang out with them because yeah. really you're going to be able to spend a lot more time with those folks yes. than anyway. I mean, yeah. these huge parties are like a wedding. Yeah. You know, I get to talk to you for like yes. one minute and somebody's yes. like, hey. Yeah. So um, it's good for like creating a certain buzz. Right. And if you do have uh-huh. a lot of referral uh-huh. clients, it's cool because they see other right. people that they know. And you, you're doing this. Hey, you two got to meet. Hey, you two got to meet. I yeah. love that part. Yeah. Yeah. But it can okay. be it could be whatever. Like yeah. it just has to be where you can feel yes. like you're you. I have clients that have literally said, "Yeah, I bought like thirty tickets to the orchestra, and I invited all my clients." I'm like, "Whatever your jam is, your jam." Right. You with me? Like everyone's gonna do it their way. The key is do it because every right. time we can be face to face with these wonderful people that like I don't know, but like there's there's clients that become f- like clients that become friends. Mm-hmm. And then there's like friends that become family. Mm-hmm. And for me, as long as I, I mean, I have a lot of people that are in like that family circle, like come to my house. They know my mother-in-law. They've, you know what I mean? Like, like they've had that experience because we've been around each other for a long time. Right. We connect on that level. And I think it's, I would just invite people as they're listening to think through just, it's okay to have those layers, mm-hmm. but you got to do something for them. And then figure out what, what is that higher, you know, hierarchy tier, if you will, of experience. Kind of Disneyland, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that there is, um, I mean, I just feel like, again, I'm not saying anything revolutionary or there's no, nothing that's hard to, to do. No. But what is hard to do is to just do it, do like work. commit to it and be like, this is what I do. Yeah. Like this is the, the framework. Like for me, one of my you know fundamentals or the framework is, you know, I work out five days a week. Like it's not a decision that I have to make every morning. It's just like, I get up at five o'clock in the morning and I go get on a bike or I do yep. this. Like yep. that's my yeah. day. And yeah. it's kind of the same, you know, with my business. Like this is how we do it. And we're yeah. going to do it this way every time. And then that builds over time. Yeah. Stop like freaking thinking about it. Yeah. It, my favorite song. <laughs> this is how we do it. Right. Like, and if you have that for your business, it's so interesting. Like for the person that's listening, you just heard Lisa describe how she identifies herself. Like our identity is like our identity creates our routines mm-hmm. and our routines become everything in our life and our business, right? If yeah. you wake up in the morning, you go to the gym every day, it's because in some way you either identify as an athlete mm-hmm. or you identify as someone like, I know when I do this, I feel infinitely better and I can serve more. Whatever it is, it's all a story in your head. Yep. The person that is, doesn't make phone calls, it's a story in their head. The person that loves doing open houses, it's a story in their That's head. Right. It's all a freaking story. How did you, how do you continue to, shape and evolve the story because we're we're obviously engaged because you had figured this much out mm-hmm. and now with you and Aaron you're trying to f- add more to it not a million things one or two but how do you evolve the thinking mm-hmm. yeah I think about that a lot I mean fortunately I am energized through new experiences. I'm constantly curious, you know, yeah. even though it seems like we have this figured out and this is my poor team, right? They're like, yeah, but we had, you know, 170 people reach out to us last year to buy, sell, or invest. I'm like, why just 170? Right. Like, right. We, we, where, you why know. Why not 1170? Exactly. So I am always asking that question. And inside of me, I want to do more because I know I can do more. I have the potential. That's right. my story. Right. I want to impact my team everybody that I do business with, like, and, you know, we're in this world that like what worked before isn't going to work in the future. Now, the one thing that will never change is that people want to be cared for. We want belonging. We want connection. That will never, ever change. Highest human need. That's right. And I recognize when someone comes to me, I recognize that all the experiences that you had before our time together are different from anybody I've ever met. And mm-hmm. if I can see that in you and I can meet you where you are, you're going to be like, Lisa is awesome and she wants to help me. Like, I believe that. Yeah. And so I tried to keep that and everything moving forward. But I'm definitely getting outside of my comfort zone, this whole like social media and I know. videoing. I'm just like, <laughs> shit, I'm just going to do it. Like, this is really scary. But, yes. you know, I went to, um, I guess it was in April or May, Katie Day yes, had like a video yes, blueprint yes, in Houston. Yeah. I'm speaking I, at it uh, this year. Oh, really? Yes, okay, cool. Yes. But Jason was there. Jason Pantana. Jason was there. Yeah. Yep. And that was when I really got this whole like you have to do video thing. Yeah. 
Um, and I was like, I don't even know. Does anybody else hear the way she's describing her identity, this whole <laughs> video thing? I mean, I'm getting into yes, it now. Yes. I'm getting into it. But so I went back home and mm -hmm. I said, okay, I have to do video. I have no yeah. idea how to do yes. it. Let me just find somebody who's like a, a production company that's doing it really yes. well. Right. I put them on a retainer. It was mm -hmm. expensive. Mm -hmm. I booked them for the following month, an eight-hour shoot. Mm -hmm. And that was my way of being like, I cannot find something more important than this. Right. I'm paying these people a lot of right. money. They're going to meet me there. Structure. And yep. so now I meet them every other month and I film eight hours worth of video and I'm like so tired. Yes. Um, and now I'm figuring out how to use it because, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have the whole picture of like, YouTube or whatever. Shorts, I don't even know. Instagram Reels. I didn't know any of that. I'm just like, I'm going to do the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now I'm working with my coach yeah. about building my YouTube channel right, and doing right, all of these other right, things, right? Because right. you don't have to know everything when you start. You just no. have to be like, this is important because the people in the industry who know what's what right. told me it's important. I'm going to do it and then figure it out. Yeah. But don't just go wasting money everywhere. Uh -uh. Like, make sure it's working uh -uh. and have a plan to figure it out. I interviewed a guy named David Schwartz on uh, my podcast uh, from New York. And it was interesting. So he, like, I'll make these challenges. Like, 30-day you know, video challenge. Mm -hmm. And then and then because I operate only with really wonderful, crazy people, yeah. he and a couple of his buddies were like, let's do 365 days and see what happens. Oh, Jesus. So he finished it. So a video a day. No, it was just Instagram real. Like, hey, it's David. Just yeah. checking in with blah, 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 whatever the tip of the day or whatever. You know, it, 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 it almost... It matters, but it almost doesn't matter. Right. Because like anything else, when you do something consistently, you begin to build an audience. You begin to have people start saying, there she is. Mm -hmm. I see her everywhere. And that's that's half the battle. So I asked him on the show, I'm like, did any of the videos actually bring you any clients? Like, did you get DM'd? He goes, no. And I was like, oh, I love that he said no. And then I said, but what happened? He goes, every appointment I went on was just easier. Mm -hmm. They knew me. They liked me. They they like it was just it was just an easier presentation because I didn't have to say, "Hi, I'm David. This is all my stuff. Right. This is how we do it." They're like, yeah. "We already get all that stuff. Like, we're just excited about getting. What should we do to the house to get it ready?" Mm -hmm. Like they went right into, "We've already chosen you." Yeah. So why are you doing video? Yeah, same. Like I. Um I want to amplify my identity. You know, meeting with 150 to 200 mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. a year is a lot. Yes. But I have some videos that have, you know, five or 15,000 views. That's insanity Bananas. to me. It yep. Is. And is. we did, even though, so I posted my first video with this production team September of last year. So it's yeah. been a few months. Yeah. And uh, just had a buyer consultation yesterday with a cute little couple out of California. And when they filled out their homework, because I had mm -hmm. never, they yes. weren't referred. Yes. They filled out their homework very quickly. I said, how did you find us? And yeah. can we thank them for the referral? They said, Instagram. And so when I got on that consultation, <laughs> I was like, hey, so have you found me on Instagram? Like, I still don't have any idea how that works. Yes. I'm so glad you found me. Yes. She's like, I saw that one video that you did walking through the house and uh -huh. you were pointing out all these things. And it's just so educational. Yeah. And I just feel like you're the right person. I'm yeah. like, cool, let's go. Right. Yeah. That's Jason and I talk about it. I mean, so I got on YouTube in like 2007 and all my friends, and they, they know this story, but it was how could I, how can I give the best of me every day for free? Mm -hmm. And, and the thought was, so when I come into town and I say, who's seen me speak before and no hands go up, I don't feel incredibly crushed. But instead I say, how many of you seen me on YouTube, Facebook, you know, back in the day, Beluga, mm -hmm. who knows me from MySpace and hands would go up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, they have context for me. Yeah. Right. And there's just, I hope that the person listening that if you've Maybe like Lisa, this is a new venture for you. It's not about you being Insta-famous. It's not about you becoming the next YouTube superstar. It is about scaling your trust, scaling your truth, scaling your brand, and getting more people to just get to know you. For sure. I mean, that was a little bit of my hesitation, right? It was like, I don't just want a bunch of followers just to have followers. No. Like, I want them mm -hmm. if it's going to turn into business, if I'm going to reach somebody right. that I wasn't able to reach. Right. So before the recording of this podcast, yes. who knows where it's going to go after this, yes. I had like 1,670 people. That oh, you're going to 1,690 right after this. <laughs> okay, what is your Instagram? Uh, at findyouraustin. Why findyouraustin? I love that name. Why at findyouraustin? Because it is, again, it's about, it's your Austin, mm -hmm. right? Like, we're not just trying to help you find a house. Like, yeah. who are you? Where do you want to be? How yes. can we help you find your Austin? There are so many different Austins, right? There's I the, agree. like, uh -huh. ultra marathoner Austin. There's the, like, record guy right. Austin. Right. There are, right. you know, so many different Austins. So, at Find Your Austin. 
Um, and yeah. I'm checking out your page here. Oh gosh. Oh no. Is this your dog? Yeah. That's Goldie. Super cute. She's so cute. What's uh, what kind of dog? She's a Coton de Tulier. That's way above my Yeah, I, I had I never heard of that, that either. That's just that's just a cute dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with cute dog, Lily White. Yeah. Okay. All right. And now is this an example of the videos? That's one. Ooh, I recorded at my house, but not that one. Yeah, it's a numbers update. But the one, you mm -hmm. want me to show you the one that yeah. the, okay. Yeah, yeah, Show me the. The, the, the one that the person. Um, Here we are in the like, middle of a podcast. And I'm like, so show me that video. That one. Oh. I love it. Yeah. I mean, like. So that was the one apparently that got me like a, a, a deal. Now, who taught you how to go? Hey, is it like were you with like Brad? Like do you know who Brad like I Brad do know was who probably is, but I don't, but you know what? Big shout out to Brad. Brad's like, hey, it's really nice to meet you. And then he's like, camera goes on, he goes like, Hey, I'm Brad, and this is my wife, and here we are, and these are our kids, and this is what's good. Like it is just he's so amplified, but he's memorable. Yeah. And everybody remembers yeah. him. And they're like, there's that guy. He's an amazing real estate agent. Yeah. No, it wasn't Brad. Okay. I mean, I have I have a lot of energy and my, yes, kind of do. my thing. I didn't realize this until like four or five years ago. But one of my clients is like, you know, you always say, hey, hey. And I was like, I had no idea. So, hey, hey, I guess is my bit. All right. Um, All I mean, right. I didn't know it was it's my like the bit. calling card. Well, we, you uh, need cards to just say, hey, hey. hey, hey. <laughs> but my 14 year old son the other night when I was like, oh, I'm going to go record a podcast. He's like, what mom what's your bit because you know like you need Jack a stick to yeah. what you know yeah. all these people have this i'm like i don't think i have one of those yeah. yet can i get a hey 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 all right <laughs> oh, you, oh it's even the finger too it's a, hey, i saw yeah, the whole, I'm, I saw I'm the at, whole thing uh, yeah <laughs> all right so if somebody wants to reach out and like pick your brain mm -hmm. obviously they can follow you there you probably don't know how to read dms um, can they email you? Can they call I you? I do now know how to read DMs. I asked, yeah, a All couple right. of people have reached out. It's been super awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, email. But I okay. think this, let's go with this Instagram All right, situation. you're going to check this yeah. Instagram situation. I I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check okay. it out. All right, so follow her there. You can ask her questions. We're going to be together live in Austin, but that roadmap just sold out, mm. right? So I'm loving this like intimate rooms, like 300 people is like the max and it's going to be like standing room. I love it. Very cool. Um, Houston, we had all these other events, so you should definitely check it out. But uh, if you're coming to Austin, she's my special guest speaker in the afternoon. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you for driving up. I can't wait for people to hear this message. There were so many things for people to unpack. You're, you're going to get DMs of like, what about and how about and like, how do you pay Care Bear? What's that look? So just get ready yep. okay. for all that stuff all and more. Things. Okay. Um, and I know your heart, so I know you'll answer questions and deliver. Closing thoughts for the person watching. What do you most want them to hear as we wrap this up? I mean, I think that I want people to go back to what's most important, which again is the people that they're already in relationship with, the people who are supporting their business. Like look at the past 12 months of your mm -hmm. business and write down those folks or print out the spreadsheet right, of right. who has referred you or given you a repeat mm -hmm. and see how you can meet them where they are. Make sure that they know that you know them. Show them in some way. Say Love something it. to them. Love Write it. them a note. Love it. Whatever. Love it. And if all fails, take your last five emails, then put it into chat GPT oh, gosh, yes. and say, please write something lovely about this person. <laughs> take like four Instagram posts. They put all the text, but inside there, please write a personal note. We started using that too. Not for that, but yeah. It's so yeah, bananas. So cool. It's like my yeah. favorite new tool. I love AI. Okay, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for being in my community. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. Absolutely reach out with a question. And as always, like, you know, hey, like and subscribe and do all that stuff, right? It means the world to me. And if you would like write a review, like, oh my God, I don't even know what I would do with myself. Please do something like that. And by the way, if you're watching at the very end, I now have readers. It's official. <laughs> they All look right. great. I can't really see thank anything you. now, but I can read. So it's really good. So Those thank are really you. Cool ones. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank and you. thank you. All Appreciate right, we'll see it. you soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.